You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Yes, I was at the pub yesterday evening watching, well, we're going for a farewell and a hello. Farewell to Henry, who's moving to New York. Sad times. Shout out to Henry. Shout Bay to Green. Henry. Yeah, he is a Bay Green member. Doesn't Fuck, I've got to mail it to him. Well, we're still waiting on I don't those. think we have any. That's why I've got to mail it to him. We're waiting on them to arrive. <laughs> sure. Um, same with Liam Brennan and Kicking T Dribbler. They're coming, boys. They're coming. They're coming. Um, anyway, farewell for Henry and a g'day cheerio. Welcome back for Simmy P, who's in town uh, for work. And every single TV in the pub, apart from the like tab ones where you need them on to literally fucking punt on horses, but every single TV had Warney's memorial on there. And at certain periods over the night, the whole fucking pub was silent, just like watching it. It was like the moon landing, but a sad fucking, but a sad one. Sad and happy. It was sad and happy. Dude, it was actually... I, I, think, I, think, they, I think they struck the right chord. Tone. Tone. Thank you. They did a great job with tone on that thing. Tone was best on ground, I thought. They nailed the tone. It was fucking hilarious at points. Like, how how warny it was in moments. Like, mate, it was fucking ridiculous. Like, you see, you know, he passed at this sort of three or four weeks ago, right? Mm. And the sadness is sort of like... It had dissipated a little bit a for little the bit, public. For sure. And then I was sort of like, oh, fuck, Warney sings on tonight. Just got like 650, it came mm. to mind as mm. if Warney was like tapping Telling into me. Telling you, Edward, like, I, well, I think, I don't see think, me off. I don't think he tapped into just me, Tom. I think he tapped into the nation because there wasn't a heap of water cooler chat about it being on. Like it was sort of floating around in my group chats, but I could be wrong. But I just feel like it wasn't like... I think maybe just because the, there's so much going on in everyone's lives 100%. and he died. And so it was like, oh shit, it's on. And everyone watched it. Everyone watched Dude, it. Dude, they were saying... It came Everyone on the They think it. over a billion people worldwide, obviously, not just in Australia, over a billion people watched it. Like, that's fucking insanity. A seventh of the world's population. If you didn't have it on last night, what in God's name were you doing? Yeah, what were, were you, you having watching? a child? What were... Yeah, unless you were in the throes of labour and there was no KO in the fucking delivery suite. Or jam. Or Gem, or Seven, or every fucking TV station who I hope was playing it. But KO is where we watch everything. Um, you don't have an excuse. There are no excuses. My sister, not a massive sports guy, guy, girl, not a massive sports fan. Um, sorry, Bonnie. But like knows Warnie, knows the shit, but like she was babysitting the kids last night and she was like, oh, fuck, get the Warnie thing on. Like everyone should have been watching that. I think everyone was watching it. I think everyone was watching it. I think everyone was watching it. There was something that made me... I was in fucking tears, tears at the pub. And I was like, I had to go get someone to get me beers. I was like, when when these kids were speaking... Oh, when Summer spoke? First daughter. Summer's... Yeah, yeah she, the first she one. Was, she, I think she was probably the best speaker all night. Yes. Well, there was, well listen, there was something about the way she spoke. It was, the, was, the, it most was, the, it was the way she spoke. Yeah. It was like there was something in her voice that was like powerful. And that story of her and like the last time she saw him came over and they were like dancing and playing. Like It was, man, it was, was a really good speech. The silence, super emotional. The silence in the pub and the fact like firstly getting there and seeing it was all on the TVs, that almost made me emotional. Just being like, fuck, this guy just impacted so many people. And he was such, 
there's just there's nothing else that I've ever seen from a like person dying perspective in Australia in my lifetime where it's all anyone was watching and and just to see it at the pub on every TV I was like damn this is actually crazy and then when she got up to speak the noisy pub just went and it was just you could hear a pin drop and everyone was just standing there staring at it like it was a goddamn moon landing just like staring at and I was standing at the like we were sort of around tables and shit and I was with Steph and a bunch of mates and it was like waterworks bro I couldn't help it I was like it was like well, you've I, got daughters now so. well that, that's the thing Dan like <laughs> I was and even at like a mate of mine was like dude you crying I'm like not not you crying in like a this isn't emotional but he was just looking at like my face was wet yes and he was like brah and I was like man I am this is hectic hectic shit but also I was like listen dude you put me in any funeral I'm sure I'm going to be tearing up but it, look, it was more than that, though. Like, I don't think there was a dry eye in the country. I know that he got... He, everyone calls him the king, right? And sometimes I find that nickname a little bit cheesy. Like, I prefer Shane Keith. Yeah, Keith. That's just, that's just a personal warning. preference. Or warning, obviously. But if you actually think about it as if he was the king of Australia, mm. like the queen is to yeah. England, yeah. it all makes more sense... He was actually just the king. Like, he actually was our king in a lot of ways. I like that. In, the, in that everyone in the fucking country was watching his funeral. Yeah. Like, you have the most star-studded lineup, maybe ever assembled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying goodbye to the big Elton fella. Elton John, Chris Martin, Ed Sheeran, uh, capped off beautifully by Anthony Collier. That Anthony was the most Collier. warning ending to a fucking... <laughs> Mate, he came out so camp... In like a... A Diamond uh, Warney 23 thing. 23. To sing Andrea Bocelli. I loved it when they took... As you and I were saying, it was like... And, you know, he loved Andrea Bocelli. And it was like, is Andrea about to get shuffled out onto the stage? Mate, and like nothing was off the table at no. that point. When you've got Elton John ripping and tearing... Did you've you got, say the UN? I'll get to that. Chris Martin wrote his own song for Warney. See, I missed that. I missed at that. At the start. And then he went into another one. Ed Sheeran's up there. Robbie fucking Williams. Williams. Who's still got pipes. Dude, still got pipes. And, you know, aging still looks hot for an older guy. He looks great, dude. He looks great. You got Kylie Minogue. You got Danny Minogue. You got Kelly, Kelly Slater, Slater, friend of the show, coming on soon. I mean, Glenn Robbins was up there spinning yarns, for Christ's <laughs> sake. Of fucking... Of Kath and Kim Kath fame. And, and uh, Russell, Russell Coy. Russell Coy. I mean, it was just ridiculous. But the most ridiculous, I think, was when the UN got up there. Yeah. And were, and were banging on about Warney and his conservation and all that shit. And now they've got some sort of, like, um, fund in his honour or something the like that. The UN. The UN was there. Sam Newman was like, what the fuck is going on? Did he say that? Yeah, he was like, mate, he has literally, like, tapped his way into the UN. Like what? What? <laughs> who didn't this mate have as like a friend? Yeah, you know what I mean? everyone. He was Sam Newman was actually fucking hilarious. He's one of the great dribblers of all time, and he was saying that the the photos that Warney would get out in four and a half rounds of golf were just absolutely outrageous. What do you mean? Like he'd get all the boys around and, and just go have a look at this oh, videos, photos, right, the lot. Right. He's like, mate, I'm an old pensioner. Like I was. <laughs> That was wild stuff around a golf with Warney. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, just good. Yeah. Just good. But, and, but, to, uh, but to bring it home with Anthony Kalia, I was like this. I could, for the well, life of me, when you have Elton 
Chris Martin, Robbie Williams, Ed Sheeran, Ed Al, UN, everyone. If you had a fucking gun to my head and said, I'm going to kill you unless you guess who they're going to bring out to close this show. You're fucked. I'd be dead. I would never in a million years have picked Anthony Clear of runner-up third, fourth season of Idol fame. But that doesn't that just sum him up perfectly? They always talk about how he could just he could he hang out with the Bogans out the front of the pub having a dart, or he could be hanging out with Mick fucking Jagger. Yeah, I think that sort of Ca- encapsulates him perfectly. It encapsulates him perfectly. Of course, Anthony Kalia comes out. What? Who so came can fifth you get? Yeah, can we get Australian Anthony Kalia's in like 2005? Stats. I'm going to say he lost to Jess Mowboy. That's. I think be he my... came fifth. No, he would have come second. I think. I don't think he did. But he he, he can sing. Anthony can sing, but it was fucking random. And his outfit was he w- so Anthony Kalia slash I was like, Shane I was like, you've got Gaia and Gaia, dude. I love it. I'm here for it's it. It's fantastic. Like, I'm, I'm into it. I, it was so bedazzled. That it was so was bedazzled, and it was so warny. It was yeah. like, oh, this makes perfect sense. This is actually the perfect way to close it, out the warny show. And but then you know, Saints were going marching in. Uh, yes. Like played on the trumpet, love that. And then the Shane Warne stand, Shane Warne stand unveiled to my way, one of the greats of all time. Mm-hmm. That song. That kid spoke very well. Fuck, that'd did. be tough, man. They did. That'd be so tough. Everyone spoke well. I thought, dude, the brother, his brother. Oh, that was like heartbreaking for a whole list of reasons. Obviously, you're losing a fucking family member, but like the younger brother who looks up to his brother. It's like not just an older brother you look up to, but like the king of Australia is your older brother. And then that letter that he wrote to him when he made his first test debut and it was like, now's not the time to, like what an intelligent young kid to like say that to your brother, like now's not the time to rest on your laurels. You know, um, work hard, make sacrifices and in 10 years, 20 years time, they'll talk about Shane Warne, the greatest spin bowler of all time. And you're like, holy shit, dude, that, that little bastard called it. I, I don't know what to make of that letter because... It almost doesn't make sense. It's almost like it's not real because, A, who the fuck says things like that? When you're that age, especially. When you're that age. And, in, like, he's taken, he took seven for whatever it was against the Windies at Sydney. I think his best, they were his best ever figures at the SCG. So that's it's quite a fucking haul. Mm. But to write that, like, they're going to call you the greatest of all time and shit, and then it happens? It happens, yeah. Something so poetic. It was, it was... And they kept the letter and like, yeah, oh, I love that shit. Dude. And then Eddie read it and I was like, yeah, there's no way the brother's able to get through that. Eddie Maguire was good. He was good, man. They Eddie, were, Eddie was good. Eddie's a hell of an MC. And Andy was good. I, I, again, I had to dip in and out of the how he was, how he was, was good. How he was really good. I'll tell you what, like, yeah, you know, you give Howie a bit of stick for his sort of magooishness. And even when Warnie was still with us, it was like, God, Howie could not be sucking the king off more here, which is fine. I get but it. But, like, I get it. If you're in the presence of him, maybe yeah, what I would have been. Like, imagine what I would have exactly. been. Exactly. Like, if you, you think know? Howie was sucking off, imagine what we would have done. But Howie, but Howie I just think tough. over the course of this whole period with him, I've got an even greater respect for what he does. Like, he's great on the cricket, he's great with his podcast and all that. But the way, how professional he's been in such a hectic situation. Where how he's doing that? Yeah, the day he dies, he's on doing a fucking two-hour special with Warney. His in opening monologue for that thing was brilliant, and again, keeping it together, and then all the subsequent things he's done, and then on last night, it was just like he just, didn't have an easy job as well. How he was up there with AB, Mark Taylor, Brian Lara, Nasser Hussain, and Big Mervyn Hughes. Yeah, 
like studs, a lot of them. And having to wrangle them and yeah. do this whole thing. And like, it was just, it was done very well. Yeah. Nasser Hussein spoke fucking well. I don't know if you heard him. No, nah, I'm going to have to go back and listen. He, he was probably the best of them up there, I thought. Like, he spoke brilliantly. Merv Hughes had to go through and give one word, like, answers of how would you describe Warren in one word? Like, AB's, like, genius and, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merv and Hughes, bogan. <laughs> <laughs> they spun some good yarns, man. They, it's worth watching again if yeah, you didn't hear no, all that I'm stuff. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to be um, For sure. watching um, the bits I missed. What else was I going to say? The old man, like, he's... You never really heard about all this stuff until it came out, until he dies. But like all the charitable things he did. He was saying that he'd been overseas for a tour. This is the old man, Keith. Shane Keith. Shane Keith. The Keith in Shane Keith. (laughs) The Keith in Shane Keith. That's right. The Keith in Shane Keith production. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) The Keith. (laughs) The original Keith. The original Keith. Yeah. He was saying that he picked his boy up Shane from the airport after he'd been on a long tour and before he went home and saw his own kids he went to the home of this kid who was dying of cancer I had like terminal illness and spent two hours with him until like into the night till dinner time Jesus that's lovely but no you don't hear about that stuff you don't like but you know you, you just and nor do you want to in the sense where like you, we want to but it's, that's sort of I think a mark as well on people who you don't have to keep that stuff to yourself if you're doing it but there's like a you know, if you're doing it for the right reasons, you're not doing it for the accolades or for people to know that you're going and doing these things. You're just doing it because it's a good thing to do. Like me getting those coffees for the builders today. You know what I mean? That was a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I didn't have to bring that up. I'm only just giving context. You I just offered them coffees. And, but you also didn't have to do it. I didn't have to do it. You know what I mean? You didn't, you didn't have to offer them coffee. You didn't have to walk the 15 metres over the road of the to coffee go shop get to them. go and get them. You didn't have to carry them back. I didn't have to do any of that. You could have left them there and said, boys are over the road for you. I like, also gave them the opportunity to upsize up to a large if they wanted. They declined, but I gave them that option. Did you give them the option of a double shot in a regular cup? Well, I just said, what do you want? I said, what do you want? Yeah. No, did you tell them nothing was off limits? I said, literally, guys, like, you tell me what you want and I'm going to do it. Yep. So, you know, like, again, bit of warning in me. I understand <laughs> where he's coming from, right? Sure. Like, you just do good things because you're a good person, not for the accolades. Um, and, yeah, it's a mark on who he was because, he, the, as you say, there were many things that we just never heard about. But an absolutely brilliant night, in my opinion. It was perfect. I thought it was perfect. We said goodbye to our king. I don't think we're going to have another king. No, the king is dead. Long live the king. The king is dead. Long live the king. No more kings. No more kings. We're not a monarch anymore. We're just kingless. republic. We're kingless. We're kingless. Or he'll just be king into perpetuity for all yeah, time. Yeah, I think he stays the king. He can rule through death. Well, or uh, through another dimension. Yeah, look, you and you I, I mean? we're, we're tapped into that sort of afterlife world. That's right. I mean, he's still with us, Shane. He's still with us. If you don't think he was with Gary when we won the fucking test in Pakistan the other day, then... Then you don't understand you don't get osmosis and we, woo-woo. You don't get osmosis. I could sit down and I could give you a play-by-play on how osmosis works, but do you have four months? Do you have four months for a... Well, listen, we might start an online course where you just have to pay a small fee. <laughs> And over four months, we will give you yep. a full qualification in osmosis. Yeah. And, and at the end of it, you'll get a certificate. And then, and then you'll be able to recognize it for yourself yep. as Tom and I can. And if you still can't recognize it, then there's no help for you. And there's also no refunds. That's correct. But 
put it this way. I think that in terms of global audience tuning in, the Queen's fucking up against it. Yeah, the Queen's Getting got a her work cut out for her. She's got a, like, I'm not saying she's not capable, but she's got a work she's cut out. She's got her work cut out for Big her. Big Tom. I mean, you know, unless she's going to start, can she spin a ball? Not that I know of. Mm. It's pretty late. It's, it's pretty late, late to try to and pick, pick up, up the. Yeah. You can't teach picking an old a dog new tricks. This age is pretty tough. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now nah, the queen's got her work cut out for her, and also, I feel like let's say she bests him in just global audience numbers. I feel like you do have to divide those numbers essentially by like leg up. She's got like. And she's older. Well, she's older. More time to, you know. More time to accumulate eyeballs. Yeah, that's right. But also, she's got a leg up. She's like, uh, you know, English aristocracy or whatever the hell it is. She was born into it. She, she was born it. into it. She didn't earn she that. Didn't, she earned nothing. She didn't earn the eyeballs. She didn't earn the eyeballs. She was given them. Shane Warren, Shane Warren toiled. Toiled. Toiled for the eyeballs. Yeah. He so earned every single, single one of those Billy last night. Yeah. Every single one of them, Shana. Every eyeball. Every eyeball. He born with no eyeball. Born with fucking four eyeballs. His mum and his dad. That's it. That's They're it. They're the only eyeballs yet. And maybe his brother. Well, he wasn't well, born Well, he wasn't yet. born yet. You're right. Four eyeballs he started with. And with a with, Billy. Well, two billion. Billy and a half, two. Well, I just mean two, and half, two eyeballs. So you got to go. So two so, billion well, eyeballs. Yeah. Maybe two and a half, Call three billion. Five. five billion eyeballs. <laughs> Plus, I would say the amount of dry eyeballs will be way more at the Queen's funeral. Than oh, dry, yeah, like, Queen will no be chockers really at dry eyeballs. You're right. Yeah. Wet eyeballs. What, wet wet balls? The we're, we're, got, looking at, we're looking at two, two billion wet balls and comfortably. That is, I think you're, that's way more than the Queen's going to get. Because it's like, yeah, mate, you're 105. <laughs> like, it's time to go. Yeah, like, let's closing time. <laughs> like, let's wrap this one up. Yeah, I think we wrap it up. Roll the credits. Not saying that we want you to. to no, we don't want you to go. We're we just love, saying when that time comes, you've had a great run. Warney went early, mm. and he was fucking good at spinning the ball, which the Queen isn't, and she had a leg up, which he didn't. Yeah. He's accumulated those eyeballs one ball at a time. Yeah. But just know this, Queenie. Even though on paper you rule us, on paper, in reality Shane rules us, Shane and rules he us. continues to even even from afar because we, of the power of Osmosis. We're happy to. For you to sign up to our osmosis course queenie if you want to understand it if you want to understand why you don't really rule us then you have to sign up to our uh, osmosis 101 look 60 dollars a month we'll take pounds if that's all you got bruh if all you got's pounds queenie we'll take them that's you know fine. what actually no we will just take pounds from queenie i think we it's the same though it's still 60 60 pounds from the queenie yeah a month yeah yeah so or like whatever the dollar amount is we yeah. want that in pounds we want well, no, $60 Australian and then $60. Pounds. Like, so they're not doing yeah, any Whatever conversions. the dollar amount is, ah, yes. we yeah, want it in yeah. pounds. Yeah, yeah, just pounds. Queenie. Because we get a nice little two to one, two and a half to one, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're taking advantage of uh, currency fluctuation. Sure. And valuation. Fluctuations and valuations. Uh, but farewell to Shane Keith Warren, the king, Vale. It was tough stuff last night. But a beautiful way, I think, for the nation to say goodbye. Yep. Perfect. Ciao, Warnie. Ciao, King. Dude, did you see him just to just to nip back into it? <laughs> he did an Italian pasta oh, commercial bro. too. Bro, I was like, it's that so was brilliant. Good. So good. Speaking Italian and shit, yeah. I'm like, what can't you do? That was why that was one of the things I thought was great about it as well, was that they were roasting him. Like they were playing dumb ads and like, you know, here's some of the fragrances which Archie and I were talking about this last night. We need to buy up some SW fragrance for the uh, new studio 
Oh, fuck, is there any left? Well, I think it's probably in short supply at Chemist Warehouse. Have to be short supply. But have we just to need be. to have some that sits there, never to be used. Well, we can use it on special occasions. Special occasions. Bring it out for special occasions yeah. when the cricket's on. Good luck. Well, you know, like our 400th show. Yeah, 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 it's true. Yeah. Just smell good. Bit of a spray for the fucking milestone shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or when we have special guests, we'll just go, do you want a Yeah, do you want a bit of... That's shame? great. Yeah, yeah, before we get going, do you want Because there's a bit of shine in every bottle, isn't there? There is a, a, a little bit of shine in every bottle. That's what I thought. So, you know, he's still with us. Yeah, forever. Um, but that Italian pasta ad was fucking hilarious. So funny. Well, that was the... Like, Andy Lee and that... His crew. His crew. That, that was the roast session. Yeah. Who was in that crew? They, like also, they also, just to sorry to cut you off, they reminded me of the fact that Shane Warne has a hole-in-one at, at Augusta. Augusta. What the fuck? This life, bro, yeah. was so ridiculous. Yeah. So absurd. Just when you thought, like, marrying Liz Hurley or almost marrying Liz Hurley was, like... Uh, you know, oh, okay, let's just put that into the next fucking category of, like, ridiculous shit Warnie's done. And then it's like, oh, and he gets a hole-in-one in Augusta. You're like, okay. Okay, Shane. It's Can you almost- imagine being his brother and just going, oh, did ya? Another great story from my fucking brother who's done it all, and I'm yeah. here, like, fucking pushing papers. Well, he's just, he's an average... An joke. average, he's just an average man. It's almost impossible to get on and play around at Augusta, let alone go there and shoot a hole-in-one. I think what I heard last night is that he shot a one-under when he played there. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? <laughs> just turns up, loves the moment. Most people will be topping it everywhere, yeah. so nervous. Yeah, I'm going to cuss you, let's not yeah. fuck this up. Yeah. No, Shane's out there. Count, he's like, no, yeah, I'm going to rip this thing a fucking you asshole. Yeah, yeah, Shane's out there doing the damn thing. Yeah. Hold Sorry on. to cut you off. Who was up there? Um, Andy Lee, Sam Newman, Glenn Robbins. There was a bald white dude and a bald black dude. And the I didn't bald know white were. dude, oh, whose name I forget, was an AFL player, and the bald black fellow was a cricketer. Okay, so I was like, if my memory serves, and I'm I not talking about Brian Lara. No, 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 it wasn't Brian Lara. No, um, yeah, right. Because I was just like, I could have done with some names popping up, but then again, um, I was at the fucking pub. So what are you going to do? Anyway, ciao, Warnie. Bye bye. You'll always be with us. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, 
I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the about even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. We're back. We are officially back. I don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. Punters and dribblers, we have been... Dropping little tidbits here and there, tidbits of information around our procurement of a new studio. Oh, yes. That is right. Hello Sport does have its own studio now. And it is currently under construction. Yep. But that construction has made leaps and bounds this week. <laughs> this week, we just fucking ramped it up, didn't we? If you're in the leaps and bounds business, dude. You'd be like, holy shit. Don't you reckon it's funny how the reason it wasn't leaping and bounding forward was literally just us? But it felt like we, would, we were leaping and bounding, but we weren't leaping and bounding at all. Well, I think that when you take on such an overwhelming undertaking, mm. it can at times feel like you're stuck in mud. Mm. It's, it's, it's little baby steps, and then when you sit back, you step back, you're like, oh shit. I've just painted the Mona Lisa, right? Yes. But before that, it's just brush strokes. It's just brush strokes on canvas. On canvas, man. And we've been brush stroking. We've the been journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. <laughs> That's exactly... And that, that sums up our journey. Yeah. We're not yet at the finish line. No, but we're we not. we can see the post. We can see it. It's probably still horizontal. But I tell you what, I've it got a second wind. It was nowhere near us before. Well, I've got a second wind, though. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time second wind. Was I, were we on our knees? Literally and figuratively? Yeah. Sure. Did we have to deal with a fucking break-in already? No. No. But technically, maybe. It's You can't get in. So, just know that. Well, you can't now. Yeah. It's been fixed. It's been fixed. <laughs> it's been fixed. But, um, you know. But it's coming together. Look, There's we, a dribbler who lives above us. We found that out as well. Shout out to that dribbler. Shout out to the dribbler. You know who you are, bro. I forgot your name, but you do have a dog. And he popped his head in and gave us a come on and was like, can you imagine that guy? What a dream come true. Dream come true for that guy. He also <laughs> had to pick his dog up because his dog didn't want to go inside because it was scared. And he's like, does Tonka do this? And I said, not anymore. But he had a bit of beta in him, like Tonka. And I like to say it. Yeah. Uh, not the guy, the dog. The dog. Talking about the dog. Yeah, not the guy. Not the guy. The dog. The dog. You uh, did pop his head in. Shout out to that guy. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. We'll be saying more of you. It would say. We will. We look. 
about even is probably a couple more weeks away, punters and dribblers, just because of the uh, what we're trying to achieve there. It's going to be big. Yeah. It's going to be massive. It's going to be huge. It's going to be massive. Uh, but Hello Sport probably be in there next week. Will our set be ready? Probably not, but no. we'll be in there ripping and tearing. Yeah. You get a sense of the space. We got the TV mounted uh, this week, was it? Yeah, we got the... Cut we call up. it the manta ray because it's so fucking big. This thing's fucking huge. Now, is it as big as the TV in front of us? I don't know if there is a TV in existence that's as big. This is like an IMAX. Well, I, oh, a couple of things. A couple of things. It's... The one we're looking at is bigger than ours, but that wouldn't fit in the space where we have ours. Ours is as big as it can be for the space. Correct. It's also a Sony. So, you know. We had to go Ridgey Ditch. <laughs> <laughs> we went Ridgey Ditch. Uh, yeah, but we're also to- trying to shout out to the guy who fucking took all of our time explaining shit we didn't understand when we were trying to get it. Mate, we went in there, right, punters and jubbers, to buy a new telly. We went, I think we're in Bingley, if memory serves. All the good guys. I think it was the good guys with the guy who was a good guy, but not a great salesman. We were in the good guy. You're right. And and you know what? Name lived up to reality. He was a good guy. He was a good guy. And he and he saw two young... Uh, Handsome, prof- horny men. Right. Who, who looked like they had a bit of cash to splash. Uh, news alert, we did. <laughs> but... He went too hard in the paint. It, that's, it's, it, that's the only way I can describe it. This man knew his fucking OHDs from his LEDs, LEDs from his UHDs to his... Yeah, HSBCs, to his, to his, his HSBCs, fucking IUDs. That's right. To his AUDs, yeah. to, his, to his NBCs. OLED, QLED, CLED, BLED. It was like, bro... DLED, FLED, we, GLED. We went in and it was like, listen, yeah, we're not... We, we, we kind of know what we want. We, we just... We're just having a look at the moment, so just leave us alone. Was but sort know, of it. But know that price. Well, we didn't say price was important, but it, but it was. Of course, price is important. Let's spend right? five grand. We're not fucking going out here and blowing our dicks off. We're tra- no. we are responsible gentlemen at our core. There is money here. But, but know that there's money, but there's but not it's five not grand. Stupid money. <laughs> no, not, Jesus Christ! Like we're looking grand. for a deal. Yeah. <laughs> but we were just like, listen, oh, we're just having a look. We'll let you know when we need you, which is essentially how I'd like to be treated. At any fucking place where I'm buying something, they come up. You're right. I'm good. If I'm not good, I'll let you know. But I'm, you know, especially in the TV department, yeah. where I'm not just going to buy something without a chinwag first. No, you don't just write. I want that one. Like you got to talk through a TV. Yes. Well, you often. and I needed to talk through it. You know, and that's like we walk in there, we talk through. Just give us a minute. Anyway, he goes. I've heard you ask for space. I'm choosing to ignore that. And I'm going to say, well, listen, while you're thinking about it, let me clog your brain with information and things that you don't get. And he got so granular, both <laughs> literally and figuratively, about the amount of light bulbs this thing's got. And you know what? Oh, the only good thing he told us, what's the only takeaway that you and I got from that thing that we are now taking into our life as TV well, it's connoisseurs? Made, it's made me better. It's that if you get side on with a telly, What's the picture like? Does it lose any it's, of its luster? Well, does it get all reflective and or shit? Or does it get reflective? Now, that's really important, especially in uh, poor light conditions, like where if you don't have a constant light source. S- source, where if it changes and the light dances and things move and change and maybe you're on the side of the TV, you're not directly in front of it, all these things have an impact on picture quality. Mm. We've learned that. So if you get up onto the side of a TV, you'll get a real sense of what it's going. So basically what, what this guy got. did was he was showing us a difference between, again, two TVs that now I don't remember anymore, QLED, OLED probably, but who knows? And it was basically saying, 
he had a QLED and an OLED right next to each other. And then we walked maybe three metres to the side of the TVs and looked at them both side on. And one of them, you could still see the picture perfectly. And the other one, you couldn't. Now, again, out of everything he told us, that was the only thing I remembered. And we couldn't afford the fucking TV. He was like, yeah, it's like eight grand. We're like, well, thank you, sir. We're out of here. But look, we asked for a deal. The he, needle did not move. Dude, I, his deal was like $300 off, mate, which was look, when in the scheme of how much that thing cost, that's not a deal. Listen, bruh. Listen, if you're listening... And good guys. A good, a good guys guy. Good guys, not good sales. Yeah, exactly. You need to... Sh- you need to... When I ask you to sharpen, I need I need it to be sharp. Yeah, you need to take a machete out and sharpen the fuck out of it. I bucks off something worth eight grand. No. That's not moving the needle. Well, it's me. not sharp. You've, it's not sharp. You've, you've mildly... It's still blunt. That's blunt force trauma shit. It's blunt. It's still blunt. Your deal's blunt. Yeah. We went upstairs, met a to, lovely fellow. We did. A lovely guy who, look, ultimately we've got some beef with him though too. Warmount specifically, but we'll come back to that. Well, but a lovely guy upstairs. Was it Bing? Was we in Bing? I Bing think, Lee? I think it was Bing. The Bing in Bing Lee. Yeah. We met with Bing. Now, Bing's no longer with us, so it was interesting. They had him as a hologram up there. We got to meet Bing in person. Found ourselves a sharp price, good deal. It passed the side TV test, which is the only test that I care to fucking pay attention to moving forward. <laughs> Can I watch this thing if I'm basically on a 90-degree angle to it or a 180-degree angle to it? Because you never know where you'll be sitting. No, you don't. I mean, if you're a pub, if you're a publican out there and you're looking for TVs, you need to have a TV that I can see basically if I'm underneath it. Now, you might be saying, what are you dribblers on about? You're always going to be sitting front on. Can I give you a scenario where you may not be? What if we have all the grannies over, elderly people, your mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, they get front and centre. Grannies get right away. Grannies get right away, mate. The elderly... Like, fucking read a book, bro. Yeah, you're only as fast as your slowest fucking That's it. person. They get front and centre, and I, as a gentleman, sit on the sides. Now that I'm on the sides... I better be able to see what I'm I watching. I better be able to see, because I've spent good money on this mm. tally. Now, what are we watching with the olds? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Maybe Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, the ancients. <laughs> Doesn't matter what we're watching. Question time. ABC, middle of the day. Black Who knows? Beauty. <laughs> Poirot. Whatever those old fucking Perot. 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 Vero. Who, who cares? Uh, the Bill. Maybe reruns of The Bill. Blue Healers. Blue Healers. Uh, <laughs> country Practice. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> fucking Better Homes and Gardens. Better Homes and Gardens. BH&G. Um, QA. Q&A? Q&A. <laughs> QI was what I was thinking. I was going to say QA is a bit of a weird one. Um, Sky News, if it's my dad. Yeah. And you're a conservative. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we bought the TV, thanks to Bing. Got it back. Big mother, huge mother, massive mother. Wall mount, they didn't give us some certain part. Well, like, they fucked us on the wall mount. At first, we thought they didn't give us the right wall mount. So our blood was boiling like, fuck you, Bing, you fucked us, you dog. Yeah, well, because, and especially when, like, it was the thing, it was like, the beating heart of the studio is obviously going to be the manta ray on the wall. And we were led to believe that we had the correct wall mount and we didn't. And so the manta ray was not able to be hung on the wall because Bing fucked us. Bing fucked us. It's as simple as that. Now, when we took it out of the box a little bit more, we realised there were more holes and that Bing probably was in the right. 
Bing probably didn't fuck as much as we thought he did. Well, in fact, he didn't, except he didn't give us that little screws. Well, yeah. So, I mean, we were right that he fucked us, but yeah. not as badly as we initially thought. That's right. The wall mount he gave us was correct. But Tom Ark- just didn't take the TV out of the box properly. That's right. But Which, that's an us problem. That's an us problem. We've well, got to get better. That's an us problem. But shout out to Tom Arkins who hung the fucker. Yep. OPA Constructions. If you live in Sydney, give him a call. Give him a call. He's the best in the fucking business. Say that we sent you and he won't give you a deal, but it'll be good for him. Well, just say you know Eddie and well, I mean, he might say help. say me as well. You mentioned me. Probably less, it's going to have less of an impact. Say you know Tom and Eddie. Yeah. It may help sharpen the rate. Probably won't, but he's the best in the business. So you don't need a sharp rate when you're with the best. Exactly. Simple as that. OPA Constructions. Uh... So the studio is coming together, punters and jubblers. Know that. Know that we've got a big eight-foot fucking pool table coming all the way from Bundanoon. Uh, Shout out to Bundanoon. It's slight. It's heavy. It's, it fucks this thing, dude. Yep. Uh, we're, we're saving up for a time crisis. Again, if you know someone with one, send them our way. Has to be time crisis two, two-player arcade. Don't send me time crisis three. If you send me time crisis three arcades, I might block you. Don't send me time crisis one. Don't send me Time Crisis 3 and don't send me Time Crisis 2 on PlayStation 1. I'm not here for it. I want the fucking Time Crisis 2 two two-player foot pedal version, 1998 Namco. <laughs> right? That's what I want. And ideally, I want the guns to recoil. We want it in mint condition. Yeah. And we'll pay for it. But don't send me like, yeah, I haven't used it for a while, might need it. Yeah. I don't want to have to go to a fucking Time Crisis 2, 1998 Namco arcade two-player uh, fucking, you know, me- mecha- mechanist, mechanic who's going to fix it. Engineer, whatever. Engineer. I like, don't want someone who's going to, needs to fix it. Don't tell me that this thing might need new parts because yeah. who the fuck am I going to call? <laughs> like what? Is there Time Crisis 2 specialist yeah. in, the, in the yellow pages? Yeah, that I don't where know the fuck about? do we do that? And where do we get a yellow pages? I think they stopped sending them out. I don't even know how to look th- some things up anymore. I think yellow pages now exclusively for insecure strongmen to rip apart to impress people. <laughs> I think that's what's befallen the yellow pages. Imagine that. Thinking back to the, the halcyon days of the yellow page when it was king of the world yeah. and it used to walk into parties and look oh, at women. Yellow pages. It took pride of place next to the phone. The wall-mounted phone Mate, the, with like, a cord. The yellow page, the yellow pages sit above the white pages in your house? Or was it white into yellow? No, no, it was yellow. Yellow first. Yellow was king of the Yellow world. was king of the room, king of the castle. And then it would have just seen its size start to decrease. Going, hang on, what's going on what here? What the fuck's going on here? My weight's, I'm losing weight. Like, I think the end of the, like the very end of the yellow pages. It was like a book that was like this big and this thick. It was like a travel book. It was tiny. By the end, dude, it was like three or four pages. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. Imagine being the last person in the to yellow take pages. An ad in the yeah, yellow it was pages. just a piece of paper with your name and number on it. Yeah, <laughs> would you pay for that? Too much. That'll probably. be ten dollars for the year. Yeah. So, you know, I missed the. I actually missed the yellow pages. Well, I do and I don't. I know they still exist, probably on like your phone on the internet or something. But like, but it was a simpler time, Tom. Yeah, but I also don't like having to look shit up. So this is way easier now. You just it is way well. It is, sort of. It is. But, like, you would be able to find people. It wasn't just businesses. It was like, oh, I can find the Simpson household in Dubbo. Well, have I ever told this on the podcast? My uncle's name's Hugh. His wife's Monica. H&M Simpson. People used to call him all the time, going, is this Homer and Marge? Huh? Is this Homer and Marge? Like, they'd call them up. Oh, H&M uh, are Simpson. You, are you 
And they would get pranked. All the time. Yellow Pages was great for that a That was pranking. White Pages. Oh, White Pages. So wait, White Pages was what? People? Adre- home addresses and shit, yeah. Okay. Sometimes they had the address in there as well, I think. The name. Like, Dude, it was very, like, it was like you had numbers, names, and everything. I'm pretty sure there was the name, the address, and the number. Yeah. In yeah, we were. Maybe I'm wrong about the address. I thought you did have the address. Can't quite recall. But you had the fucking name and the number in there anyway. We didn't have ours in the White Pages. Well, I understand why. Yeah. Dad was like, why the fuck would I do that? Well, <laughs> why the fuck would Billy have his number? No, in that wouldn't make fuck? sense. I think he's exempt, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think you could opt out of it. You could, but like... You wouldn't. You, know, you wouldn't. But I can see why he But did. I can see why Dad did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that makes, makes a lot sense. of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, How did we get to the old yellow pages and white pages, Eddie? I have no idea. We were talking about how Bingley fucked us with the warm out. They didn't really. They look. Was, I don't think it's a worth, screw missing. I don't think it's worth going back to. I no, really don't. I don't think so. But just know that Hello Studios is basically built. Yep. it's basically built. A couple of things, couple of little, you know, accoutrements, painting, uh, certain things. The set for our for Hello Sports specifically still needs to be finished. Uh, if you think that. Um, Maybe we struggle to make decisions on specifics. You'd be correct. You'd be correct. Do we go back and forth on specifics sometimes, Eddie? Basically... Do we change our mind a lot? Look, would it shock the listener to know that we have made very little progress in way of the Hello Sports set? I'm not trying to give too much away. No. We've got ideas. (laughs) Grand ones. Yeah. Some grander than others. And some there was, a, there was a grand idea thrown the other day. Oh, one of the gra- one of the grandest ideas anyone's ever fucking come up with. Was it too grand? I think so. I think we realised that as before it left my lips. I still don't know if it's too grand. Maybe it's not, but I don't know where we go to get someone who's able to pull off something as grand as that. I think there's people that can that because it's been done. We've seen it with our own eyes. Well, we have to a degree. We've seen it. Well, that's just true. We did see it. That was what prompted. That was what prompted the whole idea. <laughs> but well, I guess there's a couple of ways to fulfil that grand idea. Sorry, we're just talking to each other basically here. You don't know what we're talking about, and you won't. And that's because fun. we don't want to let loose a grand idea that we never do, and then you go, "Well, I would have liked that grand idea," or <coughs> we give it away before we do it. No, I don't want to be judged on our grand idea. I think our grand idea remains a grand idea to yeah. us and us. Well, alone. it remains an idea until it becomes reality. If it becomes reality, I would like to say something, though, Tom. The floor is yours. I know it is. I know it is. Uh, fuck you to flat packs. Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck the lot of you. Yeah, fuck flat packs. That's what this episode is about. That's what this episode is called. Fuck I, flat packs. I had to... So, obviously, I'm handier than Tom. Not much handier, though, we found out. But I'm... Well, I am handier. Not much. I'm pretty handy. I found hand- out. At the end of the day... When we go home and put our heads down on the pillow, we both know that I am handier. By a fucking whisker. But like I am taller, I am handier. So well, I don't know if you are taller. Well, we've done it. And Have I we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> when the fuck did we do that? You've, you've forgotten. Uh, so I, I take on the big undertaking, the, the, the producer's desk. Yeah, which we have paid to have set up. We paid for someone to come out and do, and they didn't do it. Well, they didn't do it, and they were like, oh, can I do it in a month? No, you yeah. can't, bruh. Now, and then when I keep asking how to get a refund, they don't respond to those text messages. Pieces of shit. Now, there's a million pieces and there's a million fucking doors and, you know... Desks. Desks and... Drawers. Drawers. Doors, screws. Hinges. Screws. Dowel. Fucking... What's a dowel? Like, little bits of wood. Oh, right. And 
it was a fucking carnivore. <laughs> Took me about five or six hours, I reckon. <laughs> the funniest bit was when it was like Sebo needed to set up a, the computer on a desk, and the whole thing was like, "Yeah, yeah, don't worry, we'll um, we'll have that set up for you before you come in." <laughs> before we come in, we got there. We got we we got there after him. <laughs> and then it took us like two days after that to actually get it built. And he's like, "All right, I've done all I can do without a desk, so I got to go." Like, yeah, yeah, no, you go. Sorry, Sorry. I had to like my back's playing up. Uh, my lower back so i needed to make sure that it was like super straight the whole time which meant that i had to squat down my legs are fucked <laughs> <laughs> i've been like waddling around my hammies are tight actually as well from fucking the thing i set up yeah because i couldn't bend over i'm like i can't i, can't I didn't realize your back was that bad you know what i respect about you you don't complain that much when you're in pain i would be everyone would know like everyone would know my back was playing up and i'd be grunting and growling and like Oh, but I always respect people who are better at just going like that old school, like granddad mentality of like, fucking just deal with it. Yeah. You know what I've been in? Like, they just don't tell you that they're in like excruciating pain, even yeah. though you're telling them now. Yeah, right. I'm telling you now. <laughs> it can be managed, but it, by managing it means I can't bend over. I've just got to squat and, and keep it super straight. And the legs, mate, the burn was deep. That's why I had to keep getting up and like walking around and sitting down and shit. Because <laughs> I was fucked. It was like a serious workout. I was sweating and shit. You were sweating. Your ch- I didn't realize how much, like, again, I was building like a TV cabinet, which I was impressed, my, I impressed myself with, but couldn't not about doors, me. Though, could you, buddy? Well, I couldn't handle the doors. I, we had <laughs> to build it there. Don't try and pretend like you could do the doors. I said we couldn't, I couldn't handle the doors. Well, you, you went to say that you could. The reason I couldn't handle them was I think it was a bridge too far for my technical capabilities, which I'm happy to, like, I didn't want to fuck the doors up, which are the most important part of a goddamn TV cabinet. Would have erect, would have erected the It aesthetic. would have, because I did one of them, and it was, like, drooping off of it. And I was like, okay, well, I fucked this. Thank God Arkans was there. It but wasn't flat. It was shitty. It was like a droopy fucking door. It was a mess. But you, when you got up from doing the, the table, the desk... I was like, oh, your white T-shirt is just dotted with sweat all over your chest. I was like, oh, you are getting into some work over there. And I'm not a big sweater by no, trade. No, I didn't. I've never really seen your, ch- your shirt yet like that. No, no, no. I'm not a big sweater by trade. So the fact that I'm sweating, putting together a flat pack producer's desk tells you everything you need to know about the situation I found myself Yeah, in. which was, I guess, what just had to have your core on to try and keep your back straight. And then... I was activated all day, dude. <laughs> I was activated. God, I was activated. Um, but the DeWalt drill, DeWalt, got a fucking workout. I yeah. Been, I would have been rooted without that thing. But see, I got to use the drill as well. And I was like, I was getting photos. I was getting them to take photos to send to my mother-in-law. <laughs> I was like, send them to Steph. I'm like, wait, send her these of me being a handyman because she thinks I'm useless, which largely I am. But I think she'll be pretty impressed to see me crouched over. Did she reply going, is that DeWalt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she's she's as handy as fuck. You want to talk about a handyman? She'd be putting me to shame. But I didn't send it to her because I didn't want to be like, "Hey, hey, look at me." So I was like, "Steph, just make sure Marina sees this, so that next time she comes around, I can go to see that fucking drill video." Yeah, I haven't heard from her yet though. So. Well, look, I mean, she's just taking time to digest it. I think, mate. Mm. You well, know, she probably thought it was staged. <laughs> well, in some ways it was. In some ways it was staged, but it wasn't because I was doing it. I was doing it. And with pretty much no, with no fuck-ups. Pretty much. Like the door, but as soon as I did that, I went, you know what, time to 
put the fucking screwdriver down and get a handyman, to, a real handyman to put the doors on. Yeah, a handy, a really handyman. A man who's handy. Handy, handy Whose man. business is being handy. Handyman? Attractive. Very attractive. Dude, we, imagine us trying to get that TV up. The whole time we were having issues and just watching Arkans like look at it and look at the problem and understand what needs to be done. I was like, dude, this would not happen without someone. I tell you why you'd be fucking awful as a builder. Like one of the many reasons. Well, just like one of the many reasons. I remember I was building a deck with Tom. I wasn't building, I was helping. I was assistant. Yeah. And the amount of math involved is actually like way more than I would ever think. Yes. Like there's a fuckload of math going on. Yeah, dude, I'm not. To keep it, make it square. There's like equations and shit going on. I'm like, good lord. Mm -mm. Good lord. I'll tell you what else is like. um, Which would do you in, buddy. Dude, it'd do me immediately. One of the things that I found uh, cool about Arkans being a handyman, like the way handymen do shit. The way they hold their um, tape measures. So like if you and me are trying to measure something, it's like, wait, can you hold this up here? And then I'm like, they just one-handed like flick it up and just sort of like drag it up the wall. And they're like, oh, well, mate, look, you can come down to here. Like a one-handed use of the tape measure and they just drag it down there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, no, you, oh, you, you want it longer, do you? Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's... I'm all at sea with one of those. I'm like, it's flopping around yeah. and shit and yeah. it's making noises. It's alpha. It gets kinked. Yeah, it's alpha. The way they do it, I'm like, oh, this is... Yeah. And then they whip out a really sharp Stanley knife. To sharpen their big, thick pencil. <laughs> yeah. The huge builder's pencils. Yeah. Those are pencils, dude. When you're sharpening your own pencil with a Stanley knife... Yeah. Like... You don't have to, you know, when you're bringing your own uh, sharpener, like the old school. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mate, you don't belong in a, you don't, on, you're not on on a building site. Get off site. Get you off kicked off site immediately. Did you imagine that? I'd come with a pencil case to do, do a job. Imagine you your first day. A couple of HBs and a fucking sharpener. And a razor and shit. Get off. Get out of here. No, you've been sacked. You've been sacked. With my new high-vis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nuh-uh. Hivey's on the resi side with your hard hat and your, <laughs> and your pencil sharpener. <laughs> Mate, there's the door, bro. Get out. <laughs> you've been sacked before you've fucked up a nail. Yeah. But when the tool belt comes on. Oh, bro. You know. Are you kidding the me? The tape measures out. It's hot stuff. It's hot stuff, dude. You feel safe around, like, and I mean safe in the sense, like, anything's possible. Anything's possible. You're like, mate, what do you want here? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm in your hands. I'm, I'm putty in your hands. Yeah, I'm bro. putty in your you hands. You tell me what's possible. Well, let's do this and that and here and there. And you're like, okay. You know? And shit. Mate, do you know that that frame, did you see the frame? Yeah. You know that Charlie built that on the ground and then picked it up himself and like slipped it in there. I'm like, again, that's what the fuck? They're just, it's like, that's what you got to do. You got to be (laughs) tough and be able to do shit. You and I'd be like, fuck. We'd be sitting there for like 40 minutes. Mate, I would have been on the boat of five or six men going, I need need six or seven strong men down. Strong, strong, trustworthy men. Because you had to get it under like the... The thing. The, 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 um, the fire. Sprinkler. Yeah, sprinklers. The, the fire sprinklers. So you need to angle it. And then and then he goes, it was a mongrel job, but I got it. I got there. And then when I went in there, I'm like, this frame's fucking massive. What a way to turn. <laughs> yeah, I thought he just built it in there. Well, he was going. He was like, nah, it would have been two hours. It was built on the floor. And then jimmied her up into it. There you go. And it's, you know, I, I gave it a shake, Tom, and it was strong and it was true. Well, speaking of strong and true, we've got a couple of green screens built because that's basically where about even will be taking place. And we needed them in an ideal world to be movable. 
Yes. We wanted to be able to basically have in a perfect world. in a perfect world green screen one side, then something on the other side, so we could like flip it around and use the other side for stuff. Now, basically, just for like another background. Shout out to my boy Daniel who made them for us. He's made some fucking good green screens. They're true and they're huge, and they'll do the goddamn job. Unfortunately for us, they weigh a metric ton and will never move again. They are now in their final resting place. They for are. For all eternity. Like Titanic is at the bottom of Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to the Titanic. I think it's got like 10 years left before it's completely Com- gone. Completely gone. Yeah, just getting eaten away. Isn't that crazy? Because you still find these like boats from like hundreds and hundreds of years ago yeah. that are just all good. Is it the type of water they're in or what it's made out of? I, th- I, I think it's probably the water potentially. I don't know. No. Like the bacteria is eating it. That's so, what I mean, right? Like, is it? But, but is it like the bacteria? Is it a has depth? That? Is it a depth thing? I don't. It could be a depth thing. I don't know. Like the steel is oxid, oxidized, dies or some shit. I don't know. Besides the point, the grain strands are huge. Grain strands are huge. I'm not against getting on the blower to Guinness Book of World Records and going, just come down and measure these things yeah. and weigh them. And are we a sniff? Are we a sniff at the biggest green screens, th- both size and weight all I time? I think we'd be a sniff. Yeah. I think we're a, I genuinely think we'd be a sniff. I think we'd be a sniff now. Is there functionality to having them that heavy and that big? Probably not. <laughs> but certainly, not certainly not from a weight standpoint. But, but sometimes bigger is maybe. better. Oh, Definitely. Again, the Titanic, it was all about size and grandeur. Grand, well, Grand Canyon, you know, that's natural wonders. So I guess you go Titanic, pyramids, green screens, Sphinx. Center point tower. Center point tower. <laughs> I was walking in the city the other day with Jarge and I was just going, bro, look at this fucking building, right? Or like this tower. It is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever <laughs> seen. Like... It's useless until the top, right? 75% of the building is not even there. It's, <laughs> it's just a like, complete waste of space. It's a pole, right? It's, it's a pole. It's literally a pole. A center point pole. It's a center point pole with like something on top. Yeah. I don't know what's up there. I know there's a restaurant that there's rotates. A, let's, go to, let's go to the revolving restaurant <laughs> in center point tower. It revolves. <laughs> I know it does. Let's do it. Dude, that's so jubilee. We're definitely doing let's it. Let's do that. We'll do a review up there. Yeah, let's do a center point, center point poll. I don't even know what sort of cuisine it is. I've never been up there. If there's lobster, we're getting it. Bro, let's get up there and be decadent. Let's Super decadent. Set, like Dom, yeah, 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 lobsters yeah, yeah. and shit. Let's get up to rotate. the center point pole and fucking just <laughs> spin around the city while we chow down. The only thing I remember about that fucking pole is that when we went to Sydney on the year five excursion... Uh, they told us that if you unravel the wires that hold it up, they stretch to New Zealand. I don't know if that's bullshit or not. Dave's got the Dave's got the menu up here. Two three cor- course menu at Center Point, eighty nine per person. That's that's fine. not bad if you're going for a decadent Center Point pole fucking <laughs> food review. What do we got here? Entrees, Sydney Rock. Yep, scallops, spatchcock. Okay. And the panna ricotta, the Richmond pumpkin. Panna cotta. Panna cotta, yep, sure. Mains, pan-fried Eden John Dory, white Pyrenees lamb backstrap, roasted miso eggplant, Northern Rivers Berkshire pork cutlet. Holy shit, premium steaks from the grill, yes please. You can get a scotch fillet, a ribeye, or a tenderloin, beautiful Sides, stuff. Blanched, blanched and charred Chantanay carrots, orange dressing, baby coriander, twice cooked house chips. Yes, please. Desserts, what are we looking at? Valhorna milk chocolate, passion fruit, caramelia ice cream, gold leaf. 
Look, I know it probably wouldn't fit in with like the cuisine that they're offering, but I would have liked to have seen a tiramisu on there. Yes, <laughs> I love tiramisu. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not and mad I'm not at gonna, tiramisu. I'm not gonna, Can I'm we not go to run. the uh, the booze menu though, David? Uh, yep. I'm not going to run away. Okay, from what do we got here? Our, uh, that's the that's, he's on the food. Yeah, menu, yeah I have to be on the menu Oh, okay, good. I was going to say, what the fuck's going on here? But uh, wine, wine, list. wine list. How long is this thing? Not that long. Uh, twenty-four pages. Oh fuck it. We're not going through twenty-four pages. No, we? I just. Oh fuck no, we're not. <laughs> what do they got on the booze? Uh, on the beers. Okay. Fuck the beers. What are we? T- well, we're no, going I was just for the dom, bro. Yeah, yeah. Can we get some champagne? Go to Penfolds. There, page six. <laughs> See what they've got here. <laughs> Nothing that ritzy. No, the next page. No, next page. Oh, here we go. Champions. Getting richier. Don Perignon, 1998. Oh, 1080. Dude. Fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that'll do, mate. Couple of bottles <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah, let's go. Okay, are you serious? Who the fuck would spend... It'd want to taste so fucking good. Dude, if you're worth 100 million... As if you give a fuck about $1,000. No, absolutely not. It's but a flex. I'm, you but go, we'll get yeah. the 98. Is that it, though? It's just pure flexing. Of course it's pure flexing. It's not because it tastes that oh, good. Oh, mate, there'd be a couple people on the planet. Listen. If you could count on, on probably two hands of people on the planet that could go, mate, that's un- like that's good. That's a 98. Yeah. I, yeah, okay, listen. If there is anyone from Centerpoint Pole who revolving restaurant... What's if a dribbler works, there, if a dribbler works there, dude, I'll lose it. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, if you want us to come and do a review, like, send us in, you know, and bring, let us in. We'll pay for it. But also, if you want to, if you want to put it on the house, this is a ritzy retro- restaurant who's selling thousand dollar bottles of champers. It's not like it's, uh, you know, a mum and pop shop. We're asking for free feed. Up. That's true. Bring us in, show us the finer but things. Why don't you wine and dine? Us? Wine and dine us, and we'll show you what's possible from a. What tequilas they got? Ooh, bitch. Ooh. Okay. That's not, that's not okay. going to cut it's it. not a lot of tequila there. Not a lot. Need to step up their game. No Patron on there. No Patron. And Yeho, which I'm like drinking like water. Mm. Um, okay. That's something that we're going to do. But if you work there or own it, just like wine and dine us. Reach out. Okay. Because well, I can't afford the Dom Perignon, but I want to be given it. Yeah, that's right. Surely they can write that off. No, look. Anything's possible, Tom, with a creative accountant. Now, <laughs> we will both center point tower. Studio coming probably next week. If not, you'll be informed when, but most likely next week. There is a little bit of sport, Tom, that we need to get to. So let's get into, get into it. Punters and dribblers, we want to talk a little tennis right now because another king, King Kyrgios, is he's been in pretty good form from a tennis perspective recently. And maybe you'd be sort of, you'd be mistaken for thinking, shit, is this, is this boy turned a corner? Mm. Like, is he chilled out a little bit? Like, we all know he's a lippy fucker. Yeah, he had a bit of a joke with Ben Stiller recently, you know. You know, but like just a bit of back and forth. But has he still got the big brain fade in him? The yeah. big explosion. The tanking, bratty, psychotic fucking. Can he still go nuclear? Yeah. Uh, our questions have been answered. Nick overnight. Noble. Nick Noble, he's gone fucking biblical overnight, I think, in the US. Uh, this was to make the semi or maybe to make the final. I think this is a quarterfinal. Dior, who gives a shit? The audio will maybe not be great. We'll have to get Tobler to put it in. Tobler will be putting the audio in over the top of this. Shout out to you, Tobler, for going the big lift. Yeah. The tough news is that his opponent this year, when winning the opening set, is perfect. 
13 to nothing. And we got it. And it's still two points away. Nice return. Five, three, thinner. Don't have to do anything. I love it. Congratulations for the point penalty, Mr. Kidus. Six, three, thinner. Uh, Francis Siafo's father courtside to watch as a point penalty is awarded to center. has been patient. Yeah, I think so. I don't think he can have many complaints here at Kyrgios. You talk about me. You talk about me. You talk, you talk about me. King. You're a scribes. Oh my god. Meanwhile, as it all goes, Sinner just going about his business, doing what he has to do, and he's got a set point. <laughs> no, even Twain serves. And Kyrgios falls away the game. So the tie break goes to Sinner. Kyrgios, who'd lost a total of nine games in his opening rounds, upended. I love it. I love it. You know Fuck what it, I mean? dude. It's better than nothing. But it's better than just like that's what the sport is. It's like it's individual versus individual, and it's about how mentally tough you can be. And he's got a he's got a blind or a blind. He's just got a point in his head where he just fucking snaps. Yeah, he's he's like his snap level is so much. His threshold for snapping is so much lower. It's so it's like it's actually crazy to think that he has got to the point where he is, but almost exclusively on raw natural talent. Yeah. Because when I used to play tennis, punters and dribblers, I was fucking horseshit, right? But if I'm if my mind was free, I could hit the ball pretty well. Yes. But it wasn't free. I Very felt like rarely. I was living in a cage in fifteen C's, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. the fourth player in fifteen C's really average tennis. I would just put myself in this like mental prison where I couldn't hit the ball properly and I'd like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't hit freely. I was a complete yeah. mess. Whereas this bloke goes out there, clearly one of the weakest minds on tour, but he's still one of the best players in the world. Yeah, Simmy P used to, when we would play, uh, who we were seeing, who I was catching up with last night, he was so Nick Curios-like, but without the talent. And <laughs> his threshold for snapping was so low. His mum got him like a good racket, like a babble at or for his birthday or some shit. And within maybe like, I reckon hours... <laughs> 
He'd snapped it. He'd smashed it over the fucking the net, you know, with the poles that keep the net up. He just fucking cracked it on there and broke it. Mm. And then told his mum that it broke when he hit a tennis ball. And she's like, I don't believe you. Broke when it hit a tennis yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. Look, you're going to have to be better than that, Simi. Well, we were young. I know. But even still. Well, yeah, it was a shit lie. It was a shit lie. But he broke some rackets in his time, old Simi P. I get it. I was. I. I would get angry, but not really. I wouldn't get bang a racket angry. I'd get fucking angry. Yeah. I, I remember get- my parents came to watch me, and like I wouldn't talk to them and shit after I got demolished like six <laughs> love, six love, because I was because I put myself in a mental prism. You didn't talk prism. to them. You didn't. Oh, t- mate, I like sold. They're like a tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that you just, you, they came to watch you and you got pounded. And I got pounded in the earth because I fucking played like a weak cunt. And, uh, mate, I, you know, oh, I wasn't up to it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. That's hol- good stuff. Good's, good's for the soul. Um, before we wrap, rugby league this uh, well, evening. Hang on. Before we move on from Curious, I just found an article. They're saying there's some engagement rumours with him and his missus. Oh, there, there was a um, thing posted to their Instagram, and not Chissy either. This is his new one. Yeah. So I couldn't find the original Instagram post. It must have been a story, but basically, shout um, out to lip fillers. <laughs> yeah. So there was a photo of them, and then there was a text photo here that says, "My babe, love heart. We had a great week. Ring emoji. We move forward together." Well, that's like not even rumors. That's a goddamn engagement. Yeah, I. But I'm also a little bit like Nick's got some. Nothing screams king to me than a shotgun engagement after a few months of dating. Mate, I'm I'm I completely agree. Like King swings from the hip. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, shoots from the hip, swings more of a tennis record. Whatever, we're playing with the tennis guy. But I wouldn't be surprised if he was just fucking with people. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me either. But nothing would surprise me about the King. In, uh, you know, proposing to a, someone he's known for like five months. Hatsy also 21, so she's pretty young. If you just, just eyeballing this thing. Tom, yeah, the eyeball test. Which we like to do from time to time. Yeah. If they are engaged, do you see them being married forever? <laughs> or do you think, are you saying, are you saying, Eddie, just by like. Just, just eyeballing Just eyeballing it. Yep that potentially a shotgun uh, engagement between a hot-headed, low-snap-and-threshold Nick Kyrgios... Impulsive Nick Impulsive Nick Kyrgios, prone to chonging, if you believe the rumours of, you know, previous (laughs) exes. And a 21-year-old, Costine Hatsy, do I think that they're going to go the distance? Yeah, till in a death, world that's in, till death. Do till death. Are these two dying together? I would like hope, the old couple in Titanic holding or, each other as the room yeah, floods, or or like in uh, the Notebook when they fucking forget who they are but come back. Do I see that for them? Listen, let me. Uh, I, I hope that for them. I hope for that. Yes, we we and and as do I. It's a long death, a long way away. So I can't see that, but I hope for it. As do I, Tom. Do they? I ask Am I a betting man? I return with another question. Yes. Do they make it to the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> That's I think where the use of a coin toss could be could be helpful. We'd maybe get a coin out. Again, eyeballing Here this we go. thing. Heads, tails. Yep. 
Heads, they death do us part. Tails, they don't make the wedding. Yep. Assuming they're engaged. Assuming they're engaged. And I'm holding it this way yes. so that I'm not favouring so either side. So it's true. So it's true. Give it a... Give so... It a, that's marriage? Other side, not Doesn't make no... Yeah. Marriage. We see a wedding. We see a wedding. Wedding of the century. Oh, I would love to get a bait to that. Yeah, we need a bait to that. Or at least we do a live... Because I assume it's going to be televised. Do we do a coverage? Do we do a, a, a companion? A king, it, a king wedding companion? If King live streams or... You know, allows cameras in for his big day. We'll be doing a live stream of the King's wedding, the King's big day. Yeah. Know that. Yeah. Know that. Uh, congratulations to the two. If they are indeed engaged, rumours at this point, haven't seen a rock on a finger. When no. I, when I spy a rock on a finger. But when we spy a rock. Then we move forward. Yeah. Then we move forward. With the knowledge and understanding that we've got a royal wedding on our hands. Yeah. That's right. That's the wrong... That ain't a rock. Wrong finger, I think, if you think about the way photos are. Yeah, because that's a selfie front camera. Flip it around. That's the right hand. That's the wrong hand. But they look happy. Rugby league tonight. When we do rugby league, we do have KO. Shout out to KO. Rugby league. Shit game tonight. I will say that. But it is on KO. All rugby league games on KO. Live interrupted, uninterrupted, ad free. Et al. Yes. Tigers, Titans tonight? Look, when you sit down and you put together the schedule... Mm. I'm surprised that this makes the blockbuster. I'm surprised that the Tigers were given. Is there a rule that like each team needs to be given at least one Thursday night a season? Maybe that was the thought. Fuck it. Let's put them on a. Let's put them early season before everyone knows how shit. Well, you know what? You know what? The more I think about it, the more I think that that's probably a thing because of like the whole five day turnaround thing. You just have to. Maybe you got to share the load. But it's an interesting fixture nonetheless. Fuck keeps Who keeps calling? calling you? I should really have my phone on You've silent. had 50 calls since I know. been sitting here. I know. And it's well, fucking annoying. I apologise, <laughs> but I mean, what is, when you say about, like we said on About Even yesterday, it's like, oh yeah, I'm just off to fucking do. Is that Steph every time? No, that one was though. That was her. I've also had my mum. Yep. And I've had another person, Listo. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Listo. Keep it together. Keep it on point. Keep it on track. Where are we? Rugby, rugby league. Rugby, rugby league. league. See Tigers. How, see, how, see how distracting phones are? Yeah. Tigers, Titans. Tigers, Titans. Tigers, Tigers, Titans. Tigers, Titans. Look, my read on the game is that the Titans pump the Tigers. I said that all the, during the week. I said it on a bloke. I said it on about even why. I think that next week will be all about the Tigers. The whole weekend will be about the Tigers. Are they fucked? Does Madge need to go? Where to from here? Can Luke Brooks recapture some sort of form we've never seen? Uh, we're two. I don't know. But I think, the t- I think the Titans get a big win, Tom. Mm. That's what I think. I think so too. Um, and you know what? I'm just happy footy's on, so I don't give a shit. I'll watch it. I will say this, punters and dribblers. There should be no excuses, and I'd like to reiterate that, no excuses to not be on the couch or not be in the pub Watching the 5 p.m. Super Saturday KO exclusive time slot. That is the Raiders versus the Manly Seagulls. Mm-hmm. Live from Willowvale, I think. Yeah, Stadium in Mudgee. Look, I mean... Manly second home ground, they call it. What more could you ask for? What better way to spend a Saturday afternoon slash evening slash night than watching Manly absolutely hump Ricky's Raiders into the earth? Yep. I mean... When it's all said and done, Tom, I think that it'll go down as one of the great humpings all time. Yeah, one of the great humpings. And I'm excited for it. I will be watching it. I'm going to probably 
have a quiet weekend this weekend and I'll be in. I as I am also having a quiet weekend. I was supposed to be going down to Wollongong on Saturdays to see my brother, see his partner, Talia, shout out to you. With my sister and with Elsa, little, you know, siblings slash partner getaway. But they've both gone down with COVID. So thoughts and prayers are with them. Mm. I hope you get through it. Yep. Just keep trucking nut. That's what I have always said. You got to keep trucking nut. That's what got me through my vid situation. I wake up every day and I said, Edward, get your fucking ass out of this bed and go and truck nuts. Yeah. And that's what you did. And here I am. And here we are. I also think that special mention must go to arguably the greatest nut trucker of all time, Aiden Tolman, who I think racks up 300 games. He does. Weekend. And that's a nut trucker's trucking of nut. He's trucked fucking nut. Never made origin. He's, he's, been, played, he's been spoken about. He's, I think he's definitely played, played three city, country. city countries. Yep, three country, three countries. He this scored fifteen tries, which is a bit much. Nah, but, but that's no, yeah. over three hundred games. games. That's yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I reckon that's that's what is that's that? What's the math on that, I'll Dave? Is that one in every eight games or something? Uh, Ten games? No, twenty games. One in every twenty games. Perfect. Yeah, twenty. So like one yeah. a season, almost. Basically, one a season. One point something a season. One season, he scored two. Yeah, maybe, you know yeah. what I mean. Like. His nut trucking st- statistics are almost beyond compare. Yeah, the, you, the, you're not wrong because a 300 game nut trucker means that he's his ability to truck nut is what's got him to the dance because it's not his ability to like make he's not he's not a rep player. But that's the that's always the point. You rarely do you see players play 300 games. Three clubs as well. Has he gone Storm Dogs? Sharks, yep. He's lost three grand finals in his career. Yeah, he's never won one. Never won one. No. And he played with the Storm. Because I think he was with the Storm and got stripped. No, right? no, no, no. If he's won no, no, it. No, sorry, sorry. He won in 09. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. he but got stripped. So he's, he's lost two, won one. Right, but technically won it, though. He got the experience. But he's he doesn't, but he doesn't have, have one on his name. No, he's got... Well, he, no, he has a ring. He you doesn't. Know what I mean. It's taken off his record. Sure. His record screams no grand he final. He can walk won. around saying he's won a grand final, but he hasn't won a comp. Yeah. Different things. Yeah. So that just ties a nice little bone. But, like, to, to play that much footy as a nut trucker, like, how many 300 gamers have never played a rep game? It's like him he'd, and John Morris. There'd be a few. There'd be more. You reckon? Yeah, there'd be more, but not many more. Well, I don't reckon there'd be that many. There wouldn't be that many. Who are the list? Can you list the 300 gamers? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Cameron Smith, rep. Cooper Cronk, rep. Darren Lockyer, Terry Lamb, Steve Menzies, Paul Gallen, Corey Parker, Benji Marshall, Chris Hyington played for England. Darius Boyd, Brad Fittler, John Sutton. John Sutton, I don't well, think he did. did. He, did he play for New Zealand? No, nah, he's an Aussie. Is he? He, he didn't. Origin? Nah, he never played Origin. He was close. I think it was between him and him yeah. and Josh Reynolds once had a playoff. Yeah, John Sutton played two games for City and one game for the Prime Minister's 13. There you go. That's that's nut truckery, that's but nut he's, truckery. A, he's a half. But he's a nut trucker. But he's a nut trucker of a half. Yeah, really. he is. He is. Cliffy Cliff Lyons, Lyons yes, Adam, Adam Blair, Blair yes. New Zealand, Nathan Hymas, Hymas, yes. Eddinghausen, yes. Jeff Gerrard. Who the fuck's that? No Jeff idea. Jeff Gerrard played for Para, Manly and Penrith in the late 70s and 80s. He played two games for New South Wales and six for Australia. Yep. Okay. So rep. Hoffman, Josh Morris, uh, yes. Luke Lewis, yes. Jonathan Thurston, yes. Gavin Cooper played for Queensland. Queensland yeah. Billy Slater, yes. Jason Croker. Did he play? I reckon he would have. I think he might have. Yeah, he played New South Wales and Australia. Okay, and apologies, Jason. Um, Hazem, Langmack. I think he was a rep player. 
Prittis Price, Kite, Wiki, Seven Receiver, Mitchell Pierce. Mitchell Pierce. Oh, he played Origin. Yeah. What are you um, sorry, I was I was just more. Sh- I was that remark. Orbo. That remark was that he played Orbo? three other games. Orbo. There you go. Did he play Origin? Nah, Orbo's a trucker of nut yep. utility. Two, two country games. Uh, Chucky Watmo, Thiday, Farah, Minicello, Rickardson, Mannering, Prince, John Morris. There you go. Not many, dude. And now Tolman. So we've got Tolman, Morris, Sutton, 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 and go back up. Tolman, Morris, Sutton. That's it. Is that it? Yeah. Four out of a list of how many? And now Aiden Tolman. Out of a list of about to be 40. So out of 42, there's three. 43, there's four. Wait, Morris? There's a few equal rankings. So So there's Morris, Sutton, Tolman. That's it, isn't it? Morris, Sutton, Tolman. Orbo. Orbo. Orbo, yeah. Four. Four out of 43. Well, dude, so they are in, they're the Nut Trucking Hall of Fame, those That's, four. That is the Nut Trucking Hall of Fame. That's the Nut Truckers Hall of Fame. Yeah. Nut Trucking Hall of Fame right there. 300 gamers to have never played rep. Make that into something, Tobler. Uh, all right, we're done. We're done, punters, dribblers. Enjoy your weekend of rugby league. Enjoy your weekend of sport. Enjoy your weekend with your friends, your family, you know, your lovers, your haters. Enjoy it all. See you next week. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.